Welcome to Moms in the Wild with Kate and Kara, where we laugh at our wild moments to make you feel better about yours. Welcome back. This is exciting. We have part two of our episode with Jackie and we're going to talk about all things body image again. And because this is part two, you are going to miss wild mom moments of the week. But I promise you that the content that's coming up next is really, really important and really fun. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoy. To be honest, I'm the heaviest I've ever been, but I'm also now that I'm at this point, the most comfortable I've ever been, which has kind of been a trend in my life because I think when I'm typically when my weight is heavier, I'm usually like happier (laughs) mentally. And so if I'm heavier, then I just feel more confident and I'm like, I'm going to wear a crop top and I don't fucking care what people think about it. I'm just going to do and say and wear whatever the fuck I want. And when I'm smaller, I'm I'm small because I'm feeling self like self-conscious. So I already feel so self-conscious about my body, even if I've lost the weight that I'm like, Ooh, I really don't want to be showing this body. Mm-hmm. body that makes off. sense. Well, it does yeah. make sense, especially because when you're actively trying to be small, you're literally trying to shrink yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, in sub subconscious way, you are like, Yes, I want to be small, but also I want to hide. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like my protective coping skill right now. So yeah. it, it makes sense. It does. Yeah. Something else with postpartum bods, I think I felt very let down by my body in postpartum. And that has a lot to do with my struggle to breastfeed. Oh, I couldn't breastfeed. I wasn't making enough milk. I never made enough milk. And I think that was, that was kind of where I focused my body energy was like, what the fuck? You are failing. This is what you are built to do. Body, breasts, milk ducts, like fuck you. And you know, in all reality, I have PCOS. I have hypothyroidism. I have an autoimmune disease. It was a fucking pandemic. I was under a lot of stress. Like, of course I'm not making milk. Yeah. Of course. Your body was like, not today, girlfriend. Yeah. Like we have other shit. Exactly. And plus like you're a new mom. You're so tired. Of course I wasn't, but I was so hard on myself and my body. And that made it so much easier for me when I like did have my losses to just jump on that body hating train of like, Mm -hmm. you are failing. This is what you're supposed to do. Your my body sucks. It's not working for me. And like, that's a dangerous place to be in. If I'm not going to love my body, how can I expect anybody else to? For anyone else to. Come to that point of where I don't think about it all the time. We're not thinking about my body all the time as a positive or a negative. Again, like that neutral point. It just, it's hard to even get to that point for me, especially. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure working through all of that, getting to that point where you're like, I just want to even not fucking think about it. Even if I'm like, I love myself, just not have to hate the body that I'm in as much as I do right right now. And I appreciate bringing up breastfeeding too, because I think that's such a hard... I remember sitting on the couch and crying and to Chris being like, I just want to do this one thing. Yeah. I just want my body to do this one thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not doing this one thing. And 100%. that was ugh, just kicking myself, really beating myself up for it. It's also such an isolating experience. Breastfeeding itself, it's so isolating. I remember sitting in a dark room and then the whirring of the pump, right? And mm-hmm. you're like, nothing is happening. Like, what? I have these big titties and mm, nothing yes. is coming out. Like, what are what is happening with my body? And to, to go off your point, my body failed me during birth. I mean, this is how I internalize it. Mm-hmm. And now my body is failing me, feeding my child. Like, what am I doing? What's happening here? Yeah. So now my body has changed, and yet it's not acting as how it should look, in my opinion. 
So it's difficult. And in a time when you're so mentally diminished already, Mm -hmm. right? Like you're sleep deprived. You're not eating. You're not drinking. You're not peeing when you should. You know, you're already, you're dealing with, you know, not dealing with, but you're working with your partner who is also feeling these same things, who your relationship now looks completely different than it ever has before. You're already so mentally diminished that like, for me, it makes complete sense to dip back into these times these thoughts, these patterns that we had when we were previously mentally diminished in our lives. Mm. We were talking earlier. It feels comfortable sometimes to fall into these patterns of disordered eating oh, or like, it feels like, oh, this is an old, this is comfortable. You and know? control. Like yeah. I get to control what I eat and when I eat it and how many calories I'm eating and what I'm doing. You feel like this sense of control. And if there's one thing that I didn't feel I had in the newborn stage was control. Yes. You yes. know, so like, it's so easy to be like, oh, this is something that I easily have. No one's going to force me to eat anything yeah, or like make me eat anything. So like this is something I have absolute control over what I do. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was staying at home with the baby and I was like, I'm going to take a two hour walk. Who walks for two hours every day? <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? It's a long time. I mean, it is a, it's long, a time. long time. It's a long time. But like, yeah, same thing. No one's here to stop me. Yeah. No one's going to tell me how long I can walk. Yeah. And yeah. Like, <laughs> when that transition from like, this is good for my mental health to like, oh, now I just want to be like skinny. That's that got dangerous for me. Yeah, because it's, it's like a fine line. Yeah, it is. A very yeah, fine line. yeah. And I think recognizing that, I know before we hopped on the podcast, talking about like working out mm-hmm. for the sake of mental health. But I do agree that that's a fine, yeah, very line between I'm working out because it makes me feel good, and I'm working out to lose weight. Which again, I'm not principally opposed. If that's you, that's you. But I do think that entering that for me is not always the best thing to be like. Oh, we've trend. We've transitioned to a darker place with this. We're not working because we're like, I feel great. Even if I'm saying that out loud, I'm like, no, bitch, I won't be skinny. Yeah. And I think one really easy way to kind of remedy that, at least the way you think about it, is to refer to working out instead of working out or exercise, just saying movement. So that way you're allowing yourself like, hey, I did move my body today. I went on a... 20 minute walk. Yeah. <laughs> I did a 25 minute yoga session, or maybe I went to the gym and I crushed it and I deadlifted 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like, but you're allowing yourself that space to be whatever your body needs at that moment, which I think is a helpful like reframe. Yeah, yeah. I think that is such a good way to think of it. Cause saying that movement, like everyone moves, you right. know what I mean? Instead mm-hmm. of specifically being like, I have to work out or work off or exercise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like forcing yourselves to do things that aren't comfortable. Yeah. This sounds like we're kind of transitioning into current thoughts. Yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. To, in that vein, I wanted to just say, so currently in my life, I am working out every day. I'm, we bought a stationary bike and I'm biking every day before Bubba wakes up. And that started for me as we are also doing fertility treatment. So it started for me as this way to, I, I have weight to lose. Like that's not a secret. That's something my doctors have <laughs> told me. That's something I know, you know? So it started as like, I'm going to make my body this perfect home. It's not perfect, but like as good in a place as I can be mm-hmm. for this potential baby, especially now that we are like getting extra meditation and we're spending money and like, I just want to make sure like the vessel that I have is, is great, you know? So that for me is kind of transitioning now. It's like, I'm losing weight and I'm seeing my body change and I'm like, okay. And now it's like, like it's, that is the encapsulation of that feeling where you're just yeah. like, oh, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you're like, I, okay. All right. I like this feeling. I see you. How see, can we you. get more of it? And how can I make it go faster and have more impact? Yeah. So what that's looked like for me is like, I'm biking twice a day sometimes. I'm putting in 10, 12 miles on that bike. Yeah. 
my vagina and my ass are sore than ever. <laughs> will never be the same. So that's again. great for I'm having sorry. to try too. You know, you're like, it's already sore down there. Please go. Be super sensitive. <laughs> Or fuck me while on the bike, so I'm like, just not notice it. Two birds, two birds, I mean, yeah. Gonna save time, yeah. Yeah, but then it also looks in, like, what am I eating? I can feel myself, I'm making, like, a bowl of chili. I'm like, oh, should I put cheese on that? Mm. And it's like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Yeah. And now I'm in a better mental place where I can be like, yes. And I can catch myself. Sure. But this is all very relevant to me because I am, it's so easy to slip back into those things. It is. Like today we took a break. I'm eating salami and I'm like, oh my God, this is so much fat. And I had chips, which I haven't had in like fucking a month, more than that, two months since I've been working out. I'm like, oh no, look what you did. You ruined it. And I'm like, that is crazy. You monster. Yeah. Stop. Honestly, how could you? Yeah. How could you? How could you eat a chip? Shame. Shame. You know what? I'm not going to get pregnant out of the age because I had that fucking shit. It sounds like we're, we're laughing about it, but that's... No, it's true. It's, it's such real thoughts that yeah. you feel where you're like, God damn it. Yeah. You know? And it's like three months ago, I wasn't even thinking about it. I was doing this podcast reading four cans of rosé and not even like batting an eye. No, we weren't. We never drank. <laughs> <laughs> this is an alcohol-free podcast. Yes. Yes. There's no alcohol there. You know? Non-alcoholic rosé. Non-alcoholic I was, you know, just midnight snacking, no yeah. problem. I don't know. For me, it's it's hard to ju- it's hard to split, like I said, from the all or nothing. And mm-hmm. I, I find myself, and it is a control thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like so much yes. of my life, I stay at home with this kid all day who I don't get, to, I mean, I control in big fat air quotes of I don't really, like I just kind of like do what he wants and like pretend I'm in charge. You're like, he's the cruise director and you're the safety. Yeah. You're the lifeboats. <laughs> yeah. You make sure no fucked up shit happens. When I say, I mean like real dangerous stuff happens, but yeah. let's be honest. No. Yeah. You're right. That's a hundred, it's a great analogy. That's what's happened to my household too. Well, that's how I know. <laughs> I take that darker and I'm like, I'm a hostage. Yeah. <laughs> and, all the time, and people are like, how are you doing? And it, like, uh, Elle is right next to me. And I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm Blinking. Good. I'm so good. Like, help me, help me, yeah. help me, help me, help me. Get me out of here. I'm a hostage. And that's what I'm doing. And that's, yeah. you know what? It's temporary. But it goes to that lack of control. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it is. It's lack of control. What are you yeah. going to do? Reason with them? Mommy's having her tea. Yeah. That kid doesn't fucking care. No. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the thing. It's like, it is like a, a little control thing. It's a little like, oh, I feel good. My body is like yeah. starting to look good again. I'm starting to feel strong. Like when we're playing, I'm not getting like winded as often. Oh, definitely. And so that is all like, oh, I'm like, this is really great. Good job. Yay, you. But then it's like, here comes the devil on yeah. my shoulder. Yeah. Like, okay, but don't eat that piece of Halloween candy because you'll have to bike for another hour. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Here come the scaries. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I totally identify with that. And I've always like seeded mine in it's something I was saying, you know, in high school and college, I'd be like, I'm doing a detox. And I would really try and hide from the I'm doing something that's probably not very healthy kind of thing. And I did, I feel like when I was pregnant, I was like, well, I want to make these healthy choices for the baby. And then after a same thing, because I was nursing, but really it was just like, well, you're just doing some weird stuff. (laughs) (laughs) What on the face of it, you're just doing some, some weird shit. And so it did take me a while to be, I guess the point where I'm at now right now which is 13 months about 13 months postpartum is wanting to feel better so really gauging not even necessarily gauging on the way I look because if I look myself for too long I feel like that's not what I want to see right now (laughs) (laughs) but on the way I feel like when I'm going up a flight of stairs am I getting winded like maybe I need to do a little bit more cardio can I lift my child I would like to feel stronger so I have gained this weight 
And so I want to just be able to feel like I can carry it though. It's not necessarily my focus right now is not necessarily about losing the weight. And if that happens with whatever way I'm moving my body, mm-hmm. hot take, hot take, mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> movement I'm doing, if weight is lost in that process, that's great. Mm-hmm. But I would like the strength to be able to carry the weight that I have. Yeah. But I still, like you said, I still find myself, I, it's so hard to stay in that lane. Like I constantly have to direct myself or ask myself to stay in that lane. Because if not, then I'm like, well, how much did I eat? Does that mean that I can eat this today? Or should I eat this today? Or should I have this? Should I put some milk in my coffee? Or should I put some cream in my coffee? You know, and just this whole kind of bargaining thing. So it is, I'm super focused on that. But that also gets to a weird extent where I'm like, I just want to be easier on myself. Mm -hmm. You can't just be like, I love, I'm not a big, like, I love me and my body and I'm great. No. And (laughs) oh my God, I just, I'm, I would fuck me. Like, I just don't, (laughs) I can't be there all the time either. Like, I just have to recognize that my body is just a body and I'm like trying to live and exist in it. And a lot of that too has been trying to separate from Mm being a mom right like Mm -hmm. trying to not be like I'm only a mom I'm eating what will help my child and make me make breast milk yeah also just being like no I'm eating what I want because I'm a fucking person and a human and again part of my identity of course is a mom and I love that but part of my identity is just who I am and that body belongs to that person as well and so I'm gonna like eat weird fast food that probably poisons my child but you know what (laughs) she's she's good she eats fucking fruit so it's it's we're good we're totally fine yeah my child hasn't had a vegetable in like a year so like whose child has (laughs) Uh, my child has probably never had a vegetable (laughs) he literally looks at me and goes I don't like it I okay he goes it's green I'm like what a bitch that means you need to eat it yeah yeah go ahead it is anyway so okay we're talking about current body situations definitely resonate with pretty much everything y'all are saying What has helped me, so I'm not going to name the workout, but recently, uh, I don't know, probably in June, I joined this popular workout franchise <laughs> with classes. Nailing it. And I was like, perfect. There's a bunch of class times. I can go five days a week. It's going to be great. So I did. Mm-hmm. I have rods on my back because I have scoliosis. So, which is fine. It's never hindered me, but working out that much, it's jarring movement. I was constantly in pain. I was even more hungry. I think my cortisol was through the roof. Yeah. I was waking up at 3 a.m. every night, wide awake panic. Wow. So I had to scale back and I had Mm -hmm. to say, okay, obviously this is not good for my body right now. So what do I need to do? So for me, prioritizing strength training has been the key. And Mm -hmm. I did this uh, pre-baby also, but... Coming back to it is awesome because I'm like, look how strong I am. It's a great way for me personally to be like, my body is strong. I don't need to be focusing so much on cardio to quote, lose weight. Like, I just want to see what my body can do. And in an interesting turn of events, I've lost more weight doing that kind of unintentionally. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's been kind of an interesting experiment. And I totally agree. Like for me, I'm never going to love my body. I'm, I'm going to be honest that that's never going to happen. It never has been for me. Mm-hmm. So as long as I can come to a place where like body neutrality, this is who I am. This is my body. Here it is. That's a win for me mm-hmm. all the time. And just have it like you were saying, Carol, like compassion for yourself. I want to be compassionate. Like I would to any other woman, like any other new mom, like just being nice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such a game changer. 
And the last thing I'll say is like, for me, what's been really hard too is like in my body now, like how can I still be present and be like, be in the pictures, right? Yes. You know what I mean? Like as <laughs> yes. a mom, you're like, oh my God, this picture is so bad. I mean, what is my body doing? What do I look like? And it's like your child and your family and your friends, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. You are the one that gives a fuck. Just be in the picture mm-hmm. and fake it till you make it basically. That's it. Yeah. I was, um, Bubba's super into watching old videos of himself right now. And so we put them on the big TV and I was watching one. It was, it had to be like a couple days home from the hospital and I was laying on the bed and he was, I was looking at him. So you, my, I didn't know my husband was filming me. So it was just me talking to Bubba and it was only on me. Like you saw the back of his head, but that was it. And I was watching it and I was looking at the way I was looking at my baby I wasn't looking at, like, what the fuck my body looked yeah. like. I wasn't looking at if my, you know, my stomach was hanging over my leggings or whatever. That it was, like, my boobs were milking or whatever. Yeah. I was legit watching it, like, crying now looking at, like, the way I was looking at that little tiny baby. Mm-hmm. And, like, that, to your point, that's what fucking matters. Yeah. 100%. That is what, like, God forbid something happens to me. I want my kid to have moments where he can go back and look at the way I looked at him. Yeah. Look at like those moments of how special you were to me. It doesn't matter. Like you said, our kids don't care. They don't give a fuck. Like if anything, like Bubba likes to like lay on my body because it's comfortable because there's Pat, you know, like he is like silly and like pinches my stomach because he's a toddler. At the end of the day, like those are the things that are important to me is like how I look at my kid, how I treat my kid leaving these moments for my child to look back on one day and be like, my mom loved the shit out of me. Yeah. He's not going to look back and be like, whoa, mom, you were fat. And to that point, like, I don't see, like, those beautiful pictures. Like, I would never watch that video and probably even pay attention to your body. Do you know what I mean? Nor, like, when I look at social media or when I look at moms or parents with their kids, I can't think of any time I've ever had the thought, like, well, they're fat. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've never looked at a pleasant family photo and been like, look at those fatties in that photo. So why the the idea that someone would do that to me also is very strange mm-hmm. and like slightly narcissistic that someone's going to be like, ha fatty. No, we'll like they're that. not going to think that about never. me. They're probably just going to look at this picture of me and my child and be like, wow, that's beautiful and great. And I, I'm with you on that. Like, my child loves a good belly bongo moment. Yeah. And I'm not going to rob her of that. Yeah. Because I have a great belly filled <laughs> bongoing, and I'm not going to stop her when she does it. Because what? I feel fat? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. She loves it. She's I mean, into it. Elle, literally, we were watching TV, and it was like, for some reason, like, Giselle was on TV. And he goes, <laughs> mommy? Mommy? And I was like, oh, you don't know. You know? <laughs> I love you so much. You're like, thank, thank you, you, sweetie. Thank you, sweet baby. <laughs> Not mommy. And then there was some other commercial with this like beautiful model with like it was she was in a convertible and her hair was in it. And he's like, mommy. Oh I'm my like, gosh. You don't know. Yeah. You yeah. have no idea. And then he'll look at like John Berman on like you know CNN this morning. He'll go, Daddy. And I'm like, it doesn't matter yeah. to them. They have. Nope. They don't care. They're never gonna care. And they don't know. And that's no. great. No, not at all. It wasn't until like adult woman in my lives, my lives, my multiple lives. You have that past I've had. lives. I mean, let's you know. Know. Well, yeah, we won't stop at this one currently. Sure, we'll just no. talk about all. We'll <laughs> capture them all. In all my lives, I hated my in body. All my lives, <laughs> my body ugh, never really liked it. <laughs> all of them. Always been a rough space. I was milking those cows, thinking I'm a fatty. <laughs> I'm on the stern of the pirate ship. Like, don't want her on. She'll break it. She'll break this ship. We'll go down. 
I love that our past lives are so like milky a cow. On a fire truck. Oh, We're probably like wow. fucking like I was a fucking beetle. I was a dumb beetle. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a good one. That's why I was granted this fucking shit show that I'm living now. <laughs> No, but it wasn't until, like, specifically women, because I haven't really talked to many men. I'm trying to go back to my childhood in my mind. Mm -hmm. I don't remember my dad being like, I'm fat. I don't remember that as a kid. And if he did, it didn't stand out to me. But I do remember, like, aunts, my mom, people calling themselves fat. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't, like, you're saying Elle looks at these, like, happy, energetic, fun woman. And just like, that's my mom. And that's, it's not, that's, it's the spirit that he's seeing that reminds him of you. Oh, I love that. You know, it wasn't like, I wouldn't have identified my mother as fat until she called herself fat to yeah. me. Do you know what I mean? Like that was what made me think like, oh, is that how you see yourself? Because I would never have ascribed that, that to you as a person. That's really not what I see you as. And yeah. so I do, to that point, I just think it's so important how we talk about ourselves in front of our little tiny people with ears. Very, I mean, it, it really is. And I think we don't realize how much kids hear and also internalize and understand. And not just from us, but also from like, unfortunately, like professionals, you know, like mm-hmm. kids know what it's like to get weighed at the doctor's office and have a doctor comment on their weight. And it's very easy for that to be a jumping off point into something else. And so I think, you know, and not to get off on a tangent, but it is really important for us always to be an advocate for our kids and like Mm -hmm. to really know what's going on and always be having those honest conversations with them about like how they're feeling, what they're hearing from other places, like what that feels like for them, et cetera. Yeah. And to that too, like that fat doesn't necessarily need to be a negative. Like if you're going to talk about body size and you want to use the word fat, that doesn't necessarily have to be associated with like a negative emotional impact. Like if you see yourself as fat and you call yourself fat lovingly, that's great and wonderful and awesome if that's how you see your body. But yeah, making sure there's that open dialogue and conversation of how do you see yourself and how do you feel about that? And then also like, what are you seeing other places that's dictating how you mm-hmm. feel about yourself? Cause social media, man, like I didn't, I mean, we, I didn't have social media until I was in college. Mm-hmm. Facebook was the first thing that I was on and Instagram has wrecked me as a person. <laughs> you missed the MySpace era? I missed MySpace You era. missed MySpace? Oh, I wasn't on MySpace. Man. I was the person that made fun of people on MySpace. Like, what? Okay, oh. wait a minute, wait a minute. When did I you did. graduate high school? Oh wait, 2008. Oh. When did you graduate? 2010. Fuck. When did you graduate? Old. Oh, five. Just say it. Damn. Yeah. So, but you were were on the MySpace then. Oh, absolutely. You were not unironically. So if I was on MySpace, it would have been ironically. It wouldn't have been. Oh, I was full on MySpace. Me too. My top 10 friends. Top eight. Top eight. Top eight. Top eight. Top eight. I think it was top eight. Who was on there? Tom. 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 I know Tom. I may not know my space. Tom. And I had like a dashboard confessional song. Oh, I would open that. that oh, yeah. yeah. I still hear a specific song and think of, oh, God. <laughs> One of my high school boyfriends. Yeah, that was the that was the, No, that was the, the song he had on his mic. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. It was yeah. New Shoes. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was yeah. Good. yeah, it was a good, it was one. good one. Yeah, I still think about it. Oh, my it. God. I... This is off topic, but do you guys remember that song? I'm going to really ruin it. It's like, I can't do it. You'll <laughs> have to put a clip of the song in. Oh, fuck. It's like, gator boots, dun, 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 Gucci shoes, ain't got no dumb. But that was my ringtone. <laughs> what is that 
that song. I've never heard that song in my life. Because you're a, ch- a small child. Okay. <laughs> I'm a dinosaur, so I, yeah. I'm here for all. But no, that was, yeah. That, so now, but now when I hear that, I'm like brought, like instantly transported back to high school with that. Because it only plays like a, your ringtone when, it only oh, plays like a 30 second yeah, yeah. clip of it. And it was that chorus mm-hmm. of that song. Which I'll have to find and send you so you can embed it into Yeah. But this is like, this is a good way to think. Like, I, I think about this often with social media, especially Instagram, because like you said, it postpartum Instagram fucked me. Yeah. Oh, okay. fucked it really me so ruined hard. your life. It ruined me. Yeah. And I had to purposefully curate my feed. And so what I mean by that is like, you know, I feel like you get served a lot of, well, I did get served a lot of like, moms who are beautiful and a hundred pounds and perfect mm-hmm. and have four children and I was like uh what yeah and so I had to remove them no offense and curate moms who kind of were on the same journey that I was on and it really did help like I was it, it felt good and it, it didn't feel like I was being bombarded so much by something that I was never gonna be yeah and I like finding support. I did not even clock to curate my Instagram, which is really the only social media mom, to be honest. That's why I keep naming it by name until probably about a year ago. Like, I moved, or maybe, maybe slightly before that. But that, so I'm consuming this. And also, too, for me, what has been really supportive is health, healthcare, finding healthcare professionals that respect my limitations or what I do or don't want to do. And my OB's office is chef's kiss. They weighed me during my pregnancy because I think you have to. I don't know. You don't ever have to weigh yourself. Really? No. So they weighed me during pregnancy. They never brought up my weight, not even one single time. Yeah. I, at one point, was like, should I be gaining more or less any gauge here? And they were like, we'll tell you. If we're concerned, we'll, t- we'll tell you if we have any concerns. And then when I went back for my six-week appointment, I was I was like, I don't really want to get on the scale. Good. I know that I have lost weight, and I don't want to see that because it'll make me feel like super happy. At the end. And they were like, great. Let's uh, keep it moving. Good. Unless you have a concern, like swelling or something's going on, like we're just going to bring you back. And then the doctor did ask, like, how are you feeling? Are you what's going on? Are you OK? And I was like, yeah, I really just don't like I don't have any concerns that involve weight. So unless there's a reason you can give me that you need to weigh me. And she was like, nope, we don't. So let's get you in and out. And I was like, what a That's wonderful awesome. experience this has been for me. That's so brave. Thank you, you so much. It is. I'm I was such a not a pleaser. I would never think to be like, no. But, like, knowing that you can do that is, like, a game changer. Because that, 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 for me, will change a whole appointment. Yeah, and it's the start of your appointment. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to have a clear head and go into this. I do have issues that I want to address. And that is not one of them at this point in time. And so, like, I was not into it. But I didn't know that until someone had told me that. Like, someone had told me, like, if you when you go into the appointment, if you don't want to be weighed, just tell me that you don't want to be weighed. Or you can use the term oh. blind weight. If they are, you know, hell-bent on you getting on a scale for their own whatever, you can say, I want you to do a blind weight. And they should know what that means. And if they don't, you just say, I want you to weigh me, and I don't want to see the number. That's yeah. it. I don't oh. want to see it. Because some, some medical professionals will be very like, well, we have to do this. And you know what? That's fine. Sure. I mean, you don't have to, but fine. <laughs> just let's do a blind weight. I want to be, I don't want to see it. And like, you know, on your end, that does require you to be an advocate for yourself because I've I've had patients and clients who have been like, I said it, and yet they put the paperwork right next to me and I had to look at the number. Um, yeah. So unfortunately, it does require some diligence and advocacy on your end, which is hard, but it can be done. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be so helpful, like you said, to kick off a visit. Yeah. You ruin your whole mindset. That's something like this time with my weight loss journey or health journey or whatever the fuck I'm on. 
not journey. Having, not having any fun journey. Um, <laughs> future baby, if you're listening, I wanted you so bad. That's why I'm doing this. <laughs> but no raising, no rosé for her. Right? No, no, no. But um, that's something I've done is not weigh myself. Yeah. Because that was when, like, in the past, that was the thing that really pushed me over the edge. Just, mm-hmm. like, I would weigh myself and be like, why am I not losing weight? Why am I not, like losing and actually i'm saving my first like weigh in until a doctor's appointment i have next month because i want to see it mm-hmm. but i don't want to see it in my home where i know it's accessible where it changes let's be honest like a home scale is not going to give you like oh, no. an accurate no. reading and I, at this point i know my body's changing i know i am losing weight i feel it in my clothes i feel it you know just in my skin but like yeah that's been something for me it's like just taking that like, taking that out of it like i don't need to know what who cares yeah you know but yeah, that's a great point about the doctor. Just being like, no, thanks. And I, I hope one day I will have the confidence to do that. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. And it is. It t- it's, it's hard, too, because we're told so often, I think, that like our body's weight is so deeply and intimately connected to health that when you go to the doctor's office, my assumption was always like, they have to know this. Yeah. You know, like they have to know this for my permanent record right. that says the thing so that they diagnose me with the things and then the thing like no I had no re- like I don't really have any knowledge as to why other than when I was a child and I want to make sure I was you know appropriately gaining weight so that I was growing but other than that I don't know why the fuck I've stepped on the scale a goddamn day in my life yeah I mean other I was- than to make myself feel bad <laughs> Yeah. When I was first getting, like, going through my, finding out what was wrong with me with my hypothyroidism, um, that was, that was helpful to see, like, oh, you mm-hmm. gained a lot of weight in this short amount of time. But other than that, you're right. Like, it's, there were other things that were happening that could have diagnosed that. Yeah. Like, I stopped getting my periods. Like, that's a big red flag. <laughs> What's going on? You know, yeah. like, things like that. So, yeah, I don't think that saying like no thanks not this time or maybe like if it, you struggle with it like me I'm a people pleaser maybe I'll make the goal for myself like every other time yeah you could do that to that degree like oh not this time thanks mm-hmm. yeah you know maybe I'll, next catch time. I'll catch you on the next one it's like at the dentist when they want to fucking yeah. like talk to you about Invisalign nope no yeah <laughs> nope well, I haven't gone to the dentist in a long time so I, that's a trigger for me but mine's like a decade sure. I'm about a hot decade out from the dentist me too yeah I'm gonna be very honest thank you this feels I have like this made it sick. into a like it has become a phobia you know people are like actually legitimately afraid of the dentist same. I've made an appointment three times a year I would say every year for the past 10 years and I've gone to goose egg I've yep. gone to not a single one because my last dental appointment was so terrible that and like painful terrible that I have not been able to go back I and it's I know it's necessary for my health but I every year I make at least one or two appointments and I'm like this is the year baby <laughs> this is the year we're gonna go no, I have the process of changing my dentist because they will not shut the fuck up about invisalign, about invisalign. And this, what, they're like, your bottom teeth I was like baby I had braces honey yeah <laughs> What I'm good. Yeah. They're like, no. Oh, and it's all about your gums now. My gums are fine. Your gums yeah. are going to, by the time you're 70, your gums are going to be receding. I'm like, by the time well, I'm 70, I, don't know. I will have bigger fucking fish. I also hope by the time I'm 70, I have full dentures. Yeah. I'm not kicking around with these fucking teeth by <laughs> no, the time I'm 70. Be gone. Pull everyone out of my head if they haven't fallen out. By 70? Yeah. I know. My teeth get 30 more years. Oh, the gum thing. They haven't done the thing where they put the camera where they take pictures of your whole. Well, I haven't like, been in 10 years. Gum. Gum. Oh. <laughs> It's new technology. It's well, so annoying. And it it's takes, a scam. Like, it's, it's all it's a scam. scam. It's a huge scam. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. They want to sell Invisalign. And that's Europeans have been living without braces for all of eternity, and, and they're fine. fucking fine. Let's make an anti-dentist pack right now. Yeah. Fuck the dentist. I mean, <laughs> if you're a dentist and you're listening and you love us, like, we love you too as a person, but, like, come Stop. on. Stop and it. if you don't have a practice where, like, you do that, then, like, email us and we'll go. Great. But, like, I'll come see you specifically. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to knock me unconscious for my visit. And then I'm fine. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> All I this can't. is to say, I think that like, 
you know, it kind of goes back to what we talked about in our first ever episode, which is was hygiene. hygiene. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. as moms, I feel like we have a duty to, to just take good care of ourselves because now there are people who depend on us and will hopefully for a very long time. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so body image is something, look, look at this, like look at the conversation we just had. We all have struggled with body image mm-hmm. from like a very young formative age. Like some of us younger than others, but like it's important to have open dialogues like this and to have people to lean on and to talk to and to say like, Hey, I'm struggling here. Like, is that a thing? Because you really, like, our assumption is that everybody has it together all the time. Yeah. And it's just not true. Yeah. Like, social media tells us that. TV shows tell us that. Movies tell us that. Like, friends tell us that. In it, like, trying to be, like, make us feel hopeful. But at the end of the day, like, this shit is hard. And we're battling against stuff that we have been dealing with our whole Mm -hmm. lives. And when I say battle, I truly mean a battle. Yes. Yeah. Like, and... It's just, I don't know. I feel like this is just important to like put out there and say these like real scary thoughts that we have. And like, look at us. We all have kids who are thriving, who are doing great. On the outside, you look at us and like, well, she has her shit together. But like inside, we're like, <laughs> no, I don't think anyone thinks that. Okay? <laughs> I haven't been to the dentist in 10 years, so the joke's on me. That's, I don't. My teeth are rotting out of my face. <laughs> right out of my face. Okay. People might look at Kate and say, she has her chin. See, I don't think anyone in the past 12 months has looked at me and been like, oh my God, she's all there. <laughs> but I get your point. I get your point. People are like, she's doing okay when they see me. Yeah. Most likely. Uh, yeah. She I hasn't guess, brushed her hair. If That's you have identified with anything in this episode, like, I just want you to know, like, you're not alone, no. obviously. No. And like, these scary thoughts are normal. Mm-hmm. And, God, if you're in my circle of friends and you don't have anyone to talk about it, let's talk. Let's talk about it. Yeah, like, let's go get a glass of wine. Oh, you know, I can't because you know fertility. But <laughs> let's go do something and talk about it and just get this shit out on the table because I'm telling you right now, sitting here, I feel a hell of a lot better than I did before we started recording. Oh, Sam, I feel great. Yeah, yeah. my only anxiety is the dentist. <laughs> yeah, that that that's gonna creep in your that's head. Gonna, that's gonna creep in. I'm so sorry for bringing that up. But I feel great. It's tr- It's and I think you know not to be a narcissist, but it's weird to be an eating disorder therapist and be like because I feel like in school we're taught like don't self-disclose don't talk about your shit and I never would in a session yep but it's like I do think it's important to be like I am still a person and I also understand I cannot only empathize as a professional but I really can empathize because I've done it I've gone through it I get it yeah Um, and not like necessarily like and easy like that you want to normalize those distortions but just like right. normalizing that this is a thought process that many people have you're not as isolated so while you're doing that and I think with myself when I'm normalizing something where I work in more like the grief world of that but it's like a lot of that is my tiny itty bitty way of self-disclosing which is like mm-hmm. I'm trying to normalize this for you but I'm I'm also telling you like I fucking feel that way, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, this is a normal feeling. I'm also a human. So mm-hmm. this is as close as I'm going to get to telling you. Big girl yes. right here sitting across from me. Definitely has felt that. It's very normal, Trisha. Yeah. Very <laughs> normal. Very. <laughs> you have, like, tears in your eyes. You have no idea how normal it is and regular that you feel that way. Only cool people feel like that. Yeah. Please edit that out. <laughs> Please edit that out. <laughs> people feel Only the coolest of the cool <laughs> feel like that. Mama. Cool. <laughs> cool, huh? cool, huh? And it all comes back full circle. Cool, huh? <laughs> cool, this, huh? Is, this was a really fun episode. Yeah, I would say you guys liked this one mm-hmm. as much as I did, as much as we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Jackie, I'd love to plug your, All of your new Instagram. Jackie has a new Instagram I, account. I do. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be cool. Trying to be really cool <laughs> and be with the hip, the young kids. So I have. I'm a therapist, obviously. Have a new therapy focused page called Therapist underscore In Motion. Um, and I just kind of like explore therapy topics, wellness in general, movement, all that kind of good stuff. Yes. Yay. And you also wanted to plug some support resources, yes. Yes. which I think is very awesome and important. So allianceforeatingdisorders.com is a great website. You know, even if you're just struggling with some body image stuff, maybe some disordered eating, if you go to this website, they have a great, um, under their resources tab, you can find a therapist who specializes in this stuff. Um, by location. So I think it's a great resource. You know, I'm not, not just speaking about people who have eating disorders, but any kind of concerns related, it's a great resource. Yay. We love awesome. a good resource. Yeah. Yes. And all of this will be linked in the bio and the episode. Um, Jackie, thank you so much. So fun. Thank y'all. It was I know. great. So, so exciting. Fun. It was fun. It was fun. On a personal Moms in the Wild note, we have merch. Yeah, we do have merch. Yeah, we do. We have so many fun things. You can find all of that at momsinthewild.com slash shop. Buy stuff. Yeah. And wear it out. Wear oh it to gosh. your library groups. Wear it to your someone in a Moms in the Wild shirt. I think I just might die on the spot. I'd flash, <laughs> flash him. You'll get to see these nipples I talk about so much. You're welcome. I'm going to so, buy one. I'm going to buy a shirt. Yeah. In hopes that she gets to see my we nipples. Have kids like, we have kids shirts for the kids, too. Say, oh, I bring the wild. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Tumblers, for sure. Beanies. We got it all. We got it all. We have it all. Yeah. Get on there and buy stuff. <laughs> um, if you want to call us and leave us a voicemail, tell us just how much you love Jackie. I think she's going to be, honestly, a regular guest. I haven't even asked her, yes. but, like. I would love that. Let's yes. have her on. She's a, she's a blast. Yeah. I have a blast. <laughs> a blast of a lot of things, but I would love that. That would be a joy. I would love that. You're definitely coming back. If you love her, if you love us, call us. Let us know. We yeah. can't get enough of that shit. It's 878-CALL-MOM. 878-CALL-MOM. <laughs> and then find us on socials. We're at momsinthewild underscore pod on Instagram and TikTok. Yes, we are. Or we're on YouTube, too. We are on YouTube. I don't know that information, but no, just, search, just search it. Google it. Yeah. Just Google. Go on Google YouTube. We do have a TikTok. We do. There's like two videos. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> we'll do some more. I, love, I don't know how to TikTok, but I love it. I don't. <laughs> We're, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. We're not brave enough yet, I think, to like go full in. Do we have great ideas? Yes. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Is it what the peoples want? No idea. I don't know. They're We're still trying to sort that out. They're, They're too young. young. They're young. They're young. They're too young. <laughs> Oh, man. Thanks for this one, guys. This is fun. Thank you, Jackie, again. Wonderful. Thanks for having me. And as always, friends, it's a jungle out there. Stay safe. Bye. Love you. Bye.